You are listening to Comics Reading Comics, where improv actors read your favorite comic books. We describe each and every panel. We do the voices, and we make the jokes. Do you need to be a comic book fan to listen? No! This is designed to be a completely auditory experience. But if you would like to read along, we highly recommend a subscription to Marvel Unlimited for a low monthly subscription price. You gain access to the comics we read here as well as thousands of other Marvel comics. Now hold on to your hat. It's time to read a comic book. Everybody, this is Matt Tate, and you're listening to Comics Reading Comics. Thanks for tuning in, and we have Gabe Trevino of the Lord of the Bar podcast hey, back hey. with us. Steve Saunders of Spoof Troop on the YouTube. Good evening. Um, so you might want to look out for a Thrump sketch coming out uh, where you play Donald Trump and Thor combined into one. Nice. Oh, he's teasing it. So you might want to look out for that on the on the YouTubes and. Uh, it uh, it's not going to be kind to Donald Trump. It's no, just, it's, uh, it's not. or Thor, no. or Thor, really. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a slam on Thor. We're going in on <laughs> Thor pretty dang hard. Uh, Noel Gibson. What up? What up? Of also spoof troop. Uh, she she was protesting uh, the Trump video and was not did not want to be a party to because uh, she's she's African American and you know how much they uh, vote for Trump and they love Trump. We love him, don't yeah. we? So she did not want to be a part of video that made fun <laughs> right. of Trump. Uh, Eddie Pence is here. Hello. And What's he, going on? And anything you want to promote, Eddie Pence? Mm, just some more spoof troop stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and that oh, you're not oh, related oh, to Pence. What a, yeah, what a you're, team you're, it, and, and also, only, oh, you, well, you're going to be in uh, episode, two, episode two of uh, Thrump. I'll be playing Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, where I believe. Thrump, uh, Thrump is. You're not going to be playing. Uh, your oh, wait, dad, so am I in Mike? this one then if you're playing Abraham uh, Lincoln? Possibly. No, no. 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 We're just, not going. No. Oh, you aren't there yet. Should we just reenact the whole thing right now? So that's going to be on YouTube. Look up Spoof Troop on YouTube. And right now, Donald Trump is addressing reporters in a. The White House press room. Sorry, I'll uh, I'll reenact uh, watching my phone, hoping that Spoof Troop will call me one day. Yeah. <laughs> but you keep, were you were uh, you keep but, watching, Gabe. Yeah, keep watching. That is funny. Yeah, Gabe, you haven't been um, in one. I've burned a lot of bridges. We only use life. actors. That's oh. actually how has oh. Gabe not been mm. in one? I'll mm. act like that didn't hurt me. <laughs> right now, we're reading uh, Amazing Spider-Man number three. Um, it's in the '60s, and on the cover. It says The Amazing Spider-Man and America's most exciting superhero captured by the world's most dreaded supervillain. And there's uh, Doc Octopus in shadow. He's got his mechanical arms. And he's got Spider-Man splayed out. And Dr. Octopus is saying, You are helpless, Spider-Man. I warned you that the power of Dr. Octopus is far greater than yours. A book-length super thriller, Spider-Man faces his most powerful foe, Dr. Octopus. Can anything that lives defeat the mighty Dr. Octopus? I like books that are book hmm. length. Yes. It may be, uh, that means we're going to be here for a while. Yeah. <laughs> book it's, length. It's Stephen King book length. It's, so, like, right. it's like the stand. Game of Thrones book length. Oh, no. 
So ten hours later, we'll still. I think be I'm there. the only one that doesn't watch that show. By the way, no, you're not. I don't, I don't watch it. Oh, this is our wow. friends. Yeah. Wow. There are more see. people in this room that have not seen Game of Thrones. That than there never are. happens. I've never seen Game of Thrones. Baking Breaking Gabe, Bad. Gabe, shut up! Stop I, saying you watch it. I do, but I <laughs> I haven't seen Breaking Bad. I haven't seen Breaking Bad. I watched. I didn't it watch Breaking Bad. I had like a three. I didn't watch The Sopranos. I didn't see The Sopranos. I didn't, I didn't wa- see dude, that either. I didn't either. I'm on the same. What about The Simpsons? I, I did watch, I watch that. Okay. okay, I was like, <laughs> come down. Have, have you seen Have you seen uh, Game of Thrones, Matt? Yes, but you know what else I've seen? This next page in the comic book. It says Spider Man versus Doctor Octopus. The strangest foe of all time. And there's a picture of Dr. Octopus. He's got his arms coming at us. And it says, if you have never seen Dr. Octopus, uh, he looks like um, Mo from the Three Stage Stooges. With a Mo haircut with giant metal tentacle arms. And, and in this picture, he's wearing a baby's onesie. Yeah, it totally is a onesie looking. It's like Dr. Colonoscopy, man. <laughs> and there are little arrows that say, Dr. Octopus, the only enemy ever to defeat Spider-Man, ever. In this issue? In this issue, apparently. Oh, spoiler alert. And there's another arrow that says, in this epic tale, see the human torch. (laughs) Fantasy thrills. Yeah, how is this the third one? They already know this is the only one that's ever And why would you give that away right at the top? And I think puberty is going to defeat him a lot quicker, too. (laughs) Human torch looks like the bad guy in this. Well, he's on fire, and fire is scary. He looks like the bad guy Fire from Moana. Oh, no, these are scary guys. He Fire does look like scary. the bad guy from... And the next panel says, a story has to start somewhere, so what? let's begin. Why is the Joker's gang stealing a save? <laughs> <laughs> With a lonely warehouse in the dead of night where we find a robbery taking place. Man, that's when criminals really cared about what they look like. Yeah. <laughs> For real. And as Eddie said, uh, yeah, there's uh, three criminals there, and they got a huge safe they're wheeling down the street. Um, Color-coordinated. Definitely. Yeah, one has purple pants, the other one has a purple... purple that's definitely, if you're going to rob a safe, you Go. definitely want to dress uh, with giant, bright purple <laughs> pants. <laughs> and yellow shirts. Well, that that distracts from the safe. <laughs> <laughs> and a giant blue hat. And so one of the uh, criminals says, hold it, guys. I think I heard something. Relax, Charlie. There was probably just a mouse. Suddenly, the most awesome image in crime fighting appears on the wall <laughs> directly above the startled thieves. Um, and I'm assuming that's Spider-Man saying, Mouse? You've never seen a mouse like this before. And the criminal says, Look, it's it's. Don't be shy, fellas. You can say my name. It's Spider-Man. And Spider-Man's jumping down with his web uh, wings from his arms coming down. In at the, the least intimidating way possible. He's going to shatter his knees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He lands Lock, that way. Lock <laughs> yeah. legs. His knees are completely locked out. <laughs> Face planets <laughs> right in front of him. <laughs> not lock your knees. Man, his eye, the Spider Man. Looks like he's about to do a belly flop. He's just ready to lay out and land on his belly. He definitely hasn't been like a like a fitness class where they say you don't lock your knees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> lock those knees. Uh, so uh, one of, one of the criminals looks like an, an uh, kind of an effeminate criminal says, "Get him! There, there, three of us. He can't take all of us." And Spider Man's coming. He starts punching people. Ugh, brother. You're living in a fool's paradise. Oof. Oh. He's punching all of them. It's like with one punch, he's like Took all lays them. them all out. Yeah, he, he got two of them with one punch. Minutes later, uh, he's got them all webbed up and hanging from uh, a web. A web. And <laughs> one of the criminals says, Some big criminal mastermind you are. Ah, shut up. Whoever expected Spider-Man to butt in? 
And there's two coppers, and they're showing up. Uh, going to presumably take in Spider-Man. Also, there's a, a Spider-Man signal on the wall to let D- the... So Spider-Man's that, right there. Does that predate the bat signal? Uh, that is a good question. I, I don't no think idea. so. I don't think so. All right, listeners, uh, it's up to you. Look it up. No, I Send don't. it to us. We don't Call want, in. We're too... Call into the hotline right now. <laughs> but the, look how that's projected right there. That means Spider-Man is just literally three feet away. Yeah. Yes. Projecting that onto the wall. He just got a flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah, uh, he's like behind it like the Oz thing. Look, Joe, Spider-Man's been here. And how? So that's the cops. And oh, there it is. And not far away, Spider-Man. Our really was a projector <laughs> behind him. <laughs> literally flashing them with his crotch. No, yeah. he's got, a he's, projector from his... He has, he's got a is a crotch light, uh, which um, it's the less popular version of the headlamp. Yeah, I was gonna say something about the headlamp. Yeah, it's like they yeah. like, it's like the headlamp. Like it's the, literally it called it's like, a headlamp. It's like whoever invented the headlamp, they just tried different versions of it. They <laughs> yeah. kind of moved around. Which the body. head was better, this exactly. head or this head? This was the version Ooh. of the headlamp that got people on a list, <laughs> okay. a watch yeah. list. <laughs> okay, and so Spider Man is yeah, uh, is, is hanging on to his uh, uh, crotch um, lamp, and he's thinking. It's almost too easy. I've run out of enemies who can give me any real opposition. I'm too powerful for any foe. I almost wish for an opponent who could give me a run for my money. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. A little does Spider-Man suspect that his frivolous wish is about to come true. For at that moment, on the outskirts of, ta- of town, and it's the Atomic Research uh, Center. U.S. U.S. Research. Not the Canadian. And no, if it was Canadian, would say Atomic Research Center. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing bad ever happens in Atomic Research Center. So almost some of these are either like military guys or scientist types. But we see we, this is from a it's an exterior shot, but we see voices from coming from the inside. Uh, let's, let's presume one of these is a, is a lady. Here comes Doctor Octopus. Doctor Octopus, why do they call him that? Watch, you'll see in a minute. And now Dr. Octopus has got a, well, got a contraption around his chest and uh, looks like a general dude is saying, see, it's see, it's, it's that especially designed contraption he wears, which enables him to perform his experiments behind the lead walls, which shield him from radiation. He created that get up himself and he's the only scientist permitted to wear it. And the dude he's talking to says, He's the most brilliant atomic researcher in our country today. And Dr. Octopus has a Game of Thrones book he's carrying. <laughs> he's going to do some reading, catch up, because you know, it's going to take a while to catch up. Uh, well, yeah, that book made no reason. Yeah, there was, yeah, he was carrying a book, but there was no reference to why. I guess he's a scientist, scientist and yeah. scientists have books. They read, yeah. They're smart. I put notes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yes, such a man as Octo Octavius, better known to his co-workers, as Dr. Octopus. Let us watch as he conducts a nuclear experiment. And he's behind a tiny little mini mobile glass shield. Nothing there looks nuclear. <laughs> no, no, but that'll, that'll, that little glass shield will protect we'll blo- him from Yeah, we'll blast. block him. <laughs> well, it seems like a double-ended bong. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's like nuclear weed. Maybe it's like, oh, man, it's like you got to try. Yeah, how does atomic, that work? Like you smoke from both sides? This is atomic bug, yeah. man. <laughs> I also want to point out that his costume is supposed to protect him from the radiation, but it only protects like his gut and his neck well i guess obviously legs doesn't count in that head arm shoulders legs all exposed and it is a tiny little glass shield that's protecting him from this experiment um and but he is thinking 
My artificial extra arms permit me to work safely with volatile chemicals. These are far too dangerous to touch without protection. So others feel radiation. I alone may, am able to make it my servant. He's like, I'm a good five feet away from the radiation. It can't touch me. I am completely safe because of this glass. But nothing is ever perfect, not even the projects of Dr. Octopus. And as the unsuspecting atomic genius conducts his experiment, and some scientist guys are running away. And one of them says, Look, the radiation meter has gone wacky. Something is wrong. There's going to be a blow up. And a lady with a very short haircut running in the back says, Sound the alarm. Uh, but the warning, alas, is given too late. And before the alarm can be sounded, uh, Dr. Octopus enters into a sort of... Uh, 007 beginning? Yeah. Spaghetti sauce? <laughs> a spaghetti sauce, yeah. Uh, Lots of meatballs. And a very psychedelic scene. It's like a, it looks like cheese if it was red. Or a lava lamp. Maybe filmed oh. a lava lamp. And then after the flames and smoke have partially cleared... Uh, two guys in hazmat suits are picking up the remains of Dr. Octopus. Dr. Octopus is still breathing. I hope we've reached him in time. Even though he's alive, he's absorbed a great deal of radiation. Poor guy. But the lab's still on fire. Uh, <laughs> giant, giant flames. Massive are, flame. Are and I thought he massive. was supposed to be protected from the radiation. Not that by smart that of a scientist. In the hours that follow after exhaustive test. Some doctors are there messing around with Dr. Octopus in the hospital. Hmm, the x-rays show an uncertain amount of brain damage. I'm afraid his mind has been permanently damaged. We can't remove those artificial arms of his yet. The radiation has caused them to adhere to his body in some strange way. And what I think it's kind of like a lesson for all of us to learn that if somebody suffers brain damage, be afraid. Kill them immediately. Yeah. <laughs> just immediately kill them. Put them out of their misery slash save your life. Yes, because <laughs> in comic book land, brain damage equals psychopathic. Supervillain. At yes, the super very villain. least, take away their potentially murderous extra arms. Yeah, t- time in a knot. <laughs> it's good all been sorted if they're all Boy Scouts. Exactly. Nice slip knot. I don't know. Knots. Finally, days later, the injured scientist recovers consciousness. And Dr. Octopus is waking up out of his hospital bed. His metal arms are still attached to him. What am I doing here? Let me up. I must return to my work. No! You've been very ill. You must stay in bed. You need the rest. So dumb, that, that dumb, was, dumb. Let's uh, snuggle. You got, yeah, I was like, you got a little excited. <laughs> that when you say it's like that, and I look into your he's eyes, got a good, good I bedside manner for a doctor. I mean, he yeah. is kind of like rubbing him. Is that the nurse's job behind? Yeah, the nurse. He's not speaking. Yeah. That is the nurse. Yeah, the, well, sexist. <laughs> the nurse is behind him, uh, just be patiently waiting for the male doctor. She's to get holding a bedpan. She's not a nurse. That's she what just we're has good a for <laughs> That's a Dr. Octopus. Yeah. 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 She's holding the bedpan. She's like, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> but the brain of Dr. Octopus, the brain which has been damaged by radiation, reacts in a bitter way. And he's uh, thinking, they're jealous of me. They want to keep me from my work, but I'll show them I'm stronger than any of them. And in the next panel, he is thinking, The window is barred. They're trying to make me a prisoner of me. The fools. No one can hold Dr. Octopus against his will. No one. Except that gleamy doctor with the eyes. That's definitely a very <laughs> quick turn to supervillain. A lot of brain damage. Yep. And suddenly, at such a, such a suggestion of a thought by Dr. Octopus, his artificial arms move as though they have a will of their own. 
and suddenly he's jacked. Yeah. I yeah, totally thought you were going to say something completely yeah. different. Never he mind. was kind of a fatty McFatterson oh, before. Look at, look at him delts. <laughs> but, but he's, yeah, he's definitely like, uh, while he was in bed, some of the rehab they did <laughs> was like, just give massive, yeah, keep... massive weights. Radiation was like the first uh, <laughs> version of liposuction. <laughs> just melt the fat away. I've got to break those bars. And so his arms are coming at the metal bars, and they grab him, they yank him out of the wall there. And he's thinking, I did it. My arms did it. <laughs> their strength is incalculable. They can do anything except calculate their strength because that's incalculable. Somehow, my mechanical arms have almost become a part of me. They obey my every command. So, with such power and my brilliant mind, I am the supreme human being on Earth. Minutes later, uh, we see... Uh, <laughs> Somebody want, visiting Dr. Octopus. You want him to <laughs> sexy doctor. You wanted to see me, Dr. Octopus? <laughs> yes. Come in. Shut the door behind you. What? Is it you? Oh, no. No. Haha. <laughs> you don't believe what you see, but it's true. I'm all powerful. From now on, I give the commands here. Are they going to explain who that was? <laughs> no. They don't explain that. So some, no. A Tinder date. So somebody walked in his room and he just... It was his Uber driver looking for a... <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for Dr. Octopus. Yeah. Like, Told me to meet you inside? Uh-oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the office of J. Joma Jameson, the publisher of the Daily Bugle. Oh, now it's the Daily Bugle. Episode two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like they change it every episode. It was Now that. Magazine. Just an episode two. Well, they got in trouble for that one, too. Oh, they went through some branding. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is an exterior shot of the Daily Bugle, but inside... We hear J. Joma saying, I want pictures of the injured scientist, Dr. Octopus, but no one is allowed to enter the Bliss Private Hospital anymore. And I'm assuming this is Peter Bliss? Parker saying, I never heard of any hospital keeping people out. Don't worry, JJ. I'll get those pics for you. My best men have tried and failed, but so far, you've succeeded in every assignment. I can't imagine how a teenager like you does it. Our agreement, JJ, is that you never ask me how I do it. That is just super shady. And so it's just so naive. It's our agreement, verbal, not a contract. Remember playing. how I keep they're your secret that I'm not allowed to tell? <laughs> yeah. They're both playing pocket pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Jay Jum is in a crazy purple suit. Like a, like a, I would call it a zoot suit. Yeah. And uh, Peter, uh, as a, most teenagers dress, is in a, in a full suit. And tie. Yeah, but it's only a two-piece suit. Not like his three-piece he wore last time. I feel um, like Donald Trump was like this in high school. Probably <laughs> wore a suit. <laughs> and as he leaves, Peter says, uh, Just have a check ready for me when I bring back the pics of Dr. Octopus. Then he thinks, He doesn't suspect Peter Parker, the teenager, uh, he assigned to the job is going to have Spider-Man do it. And so, in the next panel, we see Spider-Man. Are they uh, trying to make Peter Parker likable? Yes. Because he's not like <laughs> Well, uh, people like overly confident people. <laughs> they obviously. Can do more yeah, they obviously. Can. Apparently, they do. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> this was the 60s. And I'm also thinking like that maybe they dressed him in a suit and all that because like... It's uh, more the, the attitude. I think the kids, they wanted the kids to like... Um, he's a good role model dressed in a suit, you know. Oh, yeah. Just a nice. Yeah. You know what? Nice. You know what? That suit is way too big for him. Maybe it's Uncle Ben's. Oh, maybe. You think that's They're why he, trying to, trying you to think that's why he, uh, he killed Uncle Ben? For he killed suits, Uncle Ben for his, his collection. 
So people would give him sympathy when he became Spider-Man. <laughs> but this next film, Spider-Man is taking a jog through Central Park. In his, uh, I mean, he has to exercise. He has to Shoving go. trees out of the way. <laughs> out of the way, tree! Uh, and also there's an abandoned car in the middle of the park for some reason behind him. And he is think, thinking... It's a crossover with cars. Here's the place. Strange that it's locked and nobody is admitted. What kind of hospital is it anyway? And he jumps over a wall into the hospital, presumably. Well, there's only one way to find out. And Spider-Man... Spider-Man's just the cat to do it. I thought he was Spider-Man. No, it's Cat-Man. So he walks up to the wall and feels the wall and thinks, These suction fingers of mine will get me up the wall <laughs> in no time. Boy, it's great being Spider-Man. I could do almost anything. Except be humble. The only problem is my jobs are too easy. I welcome a... Uh, I welcome a little competition oh, once in a while. Want you get your ass beat? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you bad. get you get one beat down, and you're so like, oh, okay, I'm not as tough as I thought. He's was. the bad guy in this thing, right? <laughs> and as he steadily climbs up the sheer outer wall, little does Spider-Man dream that he is soon to get more, far more competition than he bargained for. Now he's, we see a picture of his feet walking up the wall. Seconds later, almost there. Almost taking forever in front of this freaking wall. Uh, we need at least seven more panels of him climbing the wall. And he's uh, looking through a window, and, he's, and he sees uh, Dr. Octopus' arm. He's thinking, holy mackerel, what's that? Silence. Nobody is to speak when Dr. Octopus speaks. I was only thinking it. <laughs> who was, who I can was, hear your thoughts. <laughs> I can see your minds. Peering unseen through the large picture window, Spider-Man witnessed a strange, unexpected sight. And there's a, uh, the doctor in another zoot suit. And some nurses. Of course, they're silent. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why would they say anything? But the doctor is saying, "It's a very feminine doctor." Oh, okay. You can't keep all of us prisoners forever, Doctor Octopus. We've done what you've asked, gotten you all the equipment you wanted. When will you let us go? Not until I'm ready. With my powers, no one can resist me. You'll remain to serve me until I no longer need you, and not before. And he is messing around with some uh, chemicals, um, little uh, Mr. Wizard playset. <laughs> <laughs> and we see Spider-Man peeking through the window. He's thinking, well, well, so the good doc has flipped his lid, eh? Well, this is just what I've been hoping for, a little action. And the next panel, he picks up the doctor or the administrator of the hospital and... But this is mad. You have no right. Right? You dare speak to me of rights? Of the, alt, of the alt-right? <laughs> yeah. I have the right to do anything, as long as I have the power. And if you doubt my power, here's a small sample. Yeah, it smells, sounds like the alt-right. <sighs> <laughs> no! Now, that sounds a little more like this. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, don't let me down. And Spider-Man is swinging through a window, and he's thinking, Looks like it's time for Spider-Man to join the party before he really hurts that fella. I like that he waited. Yeah. You see, <laughs> let me get hurt first. Let me, let, I'll wait for him to get roughed up just yeah. a little bit. Then I'll help. And Spider-Man crashes through the window and says, Hold it, Doc. How about picking on someone who can fight you back? Spider-Man. Well, I sure ain't Albert Schweitzer. Schweitzer? Schweitzer. Uh, Schweitzer? Uh, 
Uh, old reference. So now, kids, now's the time to go to Wikipedia. And I don't even Wikipedia. know who that is. Go ahead and call in if you can figure out who that is. Fourth caller. If you're fifty, Whoa. if you're fifty years old and probably actually probably seventy years old, uh, and know who Albert Schweitzer is. He was probably in the administration at the time. Uh, yeah. If you're seventy like a years old, comedian. If you're seven years old and listening to this podcast, bravo for you. Let's play. Thanks, Grandpa. Let's play who I who I think Albert Schweitzer is. Mm. I'm gonna say Albert Schweitzer it plays third base for the Yankees. I'm gonna say he's like a famous actor. I'm gonna say he was a famous vaudevillian who had an act with a puppy. I'm gonna Albert say Albert Schweitzer was the French German theologian, oh. organist, writer, humanitarian, philosopher, and physician. I was the closest. I'm gonna say he was a French writer. Died in 1965. <laughs> I was close. I said actor. Actors are everything. And Dr. Octopus says, "You dare speak flippantly to me, you fool? When I'm finished with you, you'll sing a different tune." And Spider-Man dodges his arms as they come at him. I don't think those dumb-looking flappers of yours can move fast enough to catch Spider-Man. Do you? And they suck him in the jaw with his metal arm. And hey, what? Surprised, Dr. Octopus is far more powerful than you, Jolene's. Far more powerful than even you. I hear you're the only one who can defeat me. And Spider-Man is now laid out on the floor and he webs the arms that are coming at him. Don't let that one lucky punch go to your head, pal. I've a few so I have a few more surprises. Ah, uh, most ingenious of you, your spider's web. And now his webs are getting uh, two of his arms are webbed together, and he's thinking, saying. But as you can see, holding only two of my arms isn't enough. I still have more. No time to shoot my web again. He's faster than I expected. And the, well, you have time to think that. <laughs> the middle arms are coming at him, and he's thinking. But I can, but I can still grab his other arms. Oof! It takes all my strength. He, he also has superhuman strength in these robotic arms. My web. He snapped it. No one has ever done that before. Once now, Superman. I can't board this uh, game. Oh, somebody made a mistake. No, I, it's not a mistake. Why well, not you? Dr. Like, Octopus doesn't the, make a mistake. It's I think, I think a he's power make, move. I think he's making a, a, a copyrighted reference there. I, I, I called him Superman to make him think that I've forgotten his name because he's not important enough for me to remember. Uh, my time is too valuable. Yeah, the letterer on this definitely fell asleep at the wheel. And, uh, that is so awkward. Yeah, lettered Superman. I mean, I guess so. it is only one letter off. It's, it's not. Lines. No, it's <laughs> yeah, not. It now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's only like two one, letters on. One. <laughs> the writing was obviously related to Gabe, so it's just one off. And the Ooh. next panel, he's uh, looks like he's throwing Spider-Man into... What's he doing? He just got him tangled up, is what he's got. And he is saying... Now watch me trap a spider in the web of my own, Batman. <laughs> a web made of my newfound arms your strength is merely that of a spider but mine is the energy of an atom born of a nuclear accident and spider-man's thinking he's he's upside down he's getting uh, the arms have got him uh, each of his limbs and he's thinking i'm helpless can't fight all those arms at once don't know what to do next he's just toying with me 
Oh, <laughs> snap. He just slaps and, him. And, and the Damn. next panel. I, yeah, you he, deserve he, that. He brings Spider-Man close, and he just slaps him. Does he slap him, or <laughs> does he give him a taste of the back of his hand? Or a taste of the back of his hand. Uh, it's definitely just like completely uh, emasculating. And he says, You dared to mock me before, Captain Underpants. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you mocking me now? There are your brave words and taunts now, Spider-Man. And he throws him out the window. Cause it's like that's what you want to do when you're a supervillain and you're you have your yeah. Get, let, him, let him get away. Yep, yep. And so he's saying, "Or do you realize you've finally met your master, and now you can leave the way you entered? You're no threat to me." That's a smooth move there, Doctor Octopus. Uh, the next panel we see Spider-Man. Uh, he fell through a tree. And it says, weak, groggy, just barely conscious Spider-Man has his fall broken by a tree. And he finally slumps to the ground in defeat. And he's uh, getting on all fours and he's uh, looks pretty beaten. He said, he's thinking, he beat me. I, I never had a chance. I didn't even give him a good fight. He could have finished me off anytime he wanted to. But I didn't. But now I'm in your head, so... So now he takes his mask off in public, which is a not a great move to do when you're the supervillain is uh, less than 500 feet away from you. <laughs> when he can just look out the window and see you. <laughs> but he's thinking, what do I do now? I've never been beaten before, but this time my superpowers weren't enough. Uh, is this the end of Spider-Man? Uh, Tune in next week. Quitter. Oh. Uh, not long afterwards at the hospital and we see Dr. Octopus. Climbing up the wall with his e- arms. Even though I defeated the Spider-Man, my prisoners escaped during the fight. I must leave before the police arrive. So I guess he left by the window. That's what he's doing. And now he is uh, leaving, and he's uh, using his arms to scale across the fence. With my arms, I can go anywhere, do anything. Fences can't stop me unless they're approximately <laughs> 10 feet higher. <laughs> No one can catch me. Fences can't stop me. Yeah, that's uh. I feel like this is like Trump's cousin or brother or something. I kind of, I kind of want to have. I kind of like that as a motto. That like fences can't <laughs> stop <Yeah>. me. <laughs> like it's like his thing. That's my superpower. It's like I can walk around a fence. No fences, fences ever stopped me. <laughs> Call the fencinator. He's coming. The defenser. Uh, so now, uh, Doctor Octopus is using arms. These. Uh, looks like, oh, he's just going to go into unlock window when he's thinking. Now that I have reached my objective, any unlocked window will furnish an entrance for me. <laughs> and, and where is he so going? He's a, he's a peeping top. But what about, so locked windows, he's screwed. Yeah. <laughs> and he, now he's, he's got himself uh, hugging the ceiling as a security guard walking through this factory looking at. Place. I think he's trying to disguise two of his arms as if they're just pipes running down the wall. Is that what's happening? Yeah, he's got the other pipes going across. It had me fooled, to be honest. Yep, that's I, I still think they're pipes. I think uh, I think you're right, Gabe. I think that's exactly what's happening. And so he's thinking. The security police aren't apt to notice an extra pipe or two, but Gabe is. Good job, <laughs> Gabe. <laughs> Up on the ceiling. Once he's gone, I can act freely. And I should point out, I don't read ahead or read well. Uh, none of us do. <laughs> <laughs> Reading ahead takes all the fun out of it. So he's not afraid of Spider-Man, but that security guard has yeah. him hiding. <laughs> um, and so now we see him. He had peeping. a billy club. Oh, that's true. And a helmet. 
he's peep, he's uh, peeping at some scientist types. I and knew that was the first thing he was going to do, be peeping Tom. And now he's thinking. This is what I'm after. The brain center of the entire atomic lab. Once I take it over, the greatest source of atomic power in the nation will be mine. Atomic Doritos. The only one who can <laughs> save us is Homer Simpson. And he's thinking. It's an easy matter for Dr. Octopus to unlock a door. So he's snaking his arm through the window to get at the door below him. And it opens up, and now he's yelling, Out, all of you, I'm taking over now. And one of the uh, uh, scientists says, Did you see that? It was Dr. Octopus. Pretty sure this is a lady scientist says. But what's he up to? And he has now acted the controls of the atomic energy lab with all his arms and he is thinking nothing can stop me now you hear that Eddie Pence even though it was locked I was able to get in between my own super strength and the atomic power which is mine to command here I'm the strongest man alive but first I'll give the world a demonstration of my strength I'll destroy part of the plant Want to build it to suit myself. And I think that's a great place to stop this episode. And so, and next time we will finish reading um, Amazing Spider-Man number three. And it was amazing. But <laughs> so amazing. So amazing. About a guy who's able to go over fences and, and unlock. unlock doors. <laughs> using his arms. And they're o- pretty menacing. Using only his arms. His metal arms. His, uh, it's pretty, they're pretty scary menacing arms. They look like little crab things. Yeah. Um, like little crab cakes. Or what are those like little like insects? Or like they start the praying mantis? Spiders? Yeah, mantis. No, but there was a huge spider in my bathroom today. And you know, spider is only one letter off from super. I don't that's know you guess. <laughs> right? that's, that's what, what I, I heard. Wait, is that no, true, Gabe? Is that, is that? I heard a good looking man say that. And I believe anything good looking people say. <laughs> Listen to us next time uh, for Comics Reading Comics. This is Matt Tate. Goodbye.